Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Trophy Husbands podcast. Make sure you look us up on Instagram at Trophy Husbands Pod and be sure to send in your recommendations and your requests for our Trophyist Husband competition. Enjoy the episode. Uh, this is coming out on uh, New Year's Day. Right? New, Year's Day. New, New Year's Day. Year, new me. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. 2023. New Year, same me. I missed that memo. Mm. It's supposed to be new me, same me. Nothing really changes from day to day. This is really just a normal day. Yeah. Going you were celebrating last night. You shouldn't have been. Should have just been. Sure. What did you celebrate? Just another day. Binging White what Lotus. Do you celebrate? See, you you are. Celebrating the slow and in- inevitable march towards your death. <laughs> I actually read a book about about this recently, um, not exclusively about this, but it was mentioned. It was talked about in one of the chapters. It's called "Power of Moments" by Chip and Dan Heath, mm. who also read a great book called "Made to Stick." Um, there's interesting people. Anyway, so they talk about how the way that human psychology works is that we're very drawn to like milestones. Mm. So they talk about like. Um, in goal setting, I think it's from another book, but in goal setting, you, um, you like set a goal and then you create like milestones to get to that goal as opposed to just being like, okay, this is my goal and this is how it's like specific right. and measurable, but it's like, here's like level one, level two, level three, whatever. Anyway. Right. And how, so milestones are very powerful in human psychology, which is why New Year's is so important, even mm. though actually nothing really happens. Right. That's true. Nothing ever happens in our lives. We're just cogs. Maybe hangovers. It's just a collection of atoms. Just nothing more. In Father Clock. In Father Clock. <laughs> <laughs> we are just cogs. Cogs in Father Clock. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, well... Allow me to exit my ex... Exist... Wow. You want to exit your existentialism? Yes, please. Can I... Can By all means. Yeah. Um, There's the door. <laughs> Transitions have steadily gone down. <laughs> you just interrupted mine. So can we leave the transition beef? Yeah. Are you willing in 2022? To? We can, but I just want to point out that he went from cogs in Father Clock to exiting existential. Well, because I had just said two very ex- existential things. I just said that we are marching right, towards death, enough, but we're just cogs in Father Clock. Let's recognize that while we are leaving that beef in 2022, we are recording this in 2022, so still fair game. It's true. Right? It's true. Right? This so. is the last episode that you will hear. Ever. James and I. <laughs> <laughs> because of the second coming? Question mark? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Bring it on. Well, it can't happen it. now. I just jinxed it. Uh, no knows one knows. Yeah, Every true. time you say it, it resets. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to discuss the theology of that statement. Like, Every time you if, say it, it resets. If it was going to happen on March 5th, 2023, and I go, second coming is March 5th, 2023. Is it not happening anymore? Or is it a day that no one will ever think to jinx? Right. 
Or is if it's happening and you say this is the second coming, does that automatically revert it? <laughs> as because soon nobody as, knows as soon as anyone becomes aware <laughs> that it is the second coming happening. Actually, like every single natural disaster resets. earthquake that's happened, like it's actually the second coming about to start. And someone goes, to... It's the second coming and they're like Damn it! <laughs> and they pack it up and they go home. False alarm, everyone. Wrap it up. Oh, man. Uh, amazing. Well, a year in the books. What is your... Okay, mm. if I say 2022, what comes to mind right now? What is just the first? The Trophy Husbands podcast. Wow. Yes. Also, my wife having a baby... That's in true. Her right. In her right. womb. That's, she that's did have the baby. That's your big highlight. Like that's your overarching like moment. Also, I moved to Halifax. <laughs> this is a big Listen, year. You said you. that. You said that. Like I proposed. Hey, twenty twenty two. The big highlight. James is having a baby. And then you're like, I moved to Halifax. These are all your statements, James. I know, I know. know. Your life is in your hands. My life has been a chaotic. It's pretty big year for you, though. It's it's been a really big year for me. Yeah. 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 So chronologically, let's just think about this. January got laid off, which... (laughs) (laughs) We both thought it. Yeah, we both thought it. Maybe maybe you at home thought it. Which kind of sucked. That's a long time to wait. Kind of sucked in a good way. It was a good. It was a blessing. It was a blessing, and it felt like a blessing at the time. While also it kind of sucked. And then I moved. (laughs) (laughs) There's no coming back from it. There's no coming back. You know, I love saying it to shock people too, like (laughs) because it really didn't bother me that much. But like to say to people like, oh yeah, like I got laid off, and they're like, oh, that's not. What we're laughing about. Oh, no. It just sounded like you said, in January, I got laid off. (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking about your pregnant wife. And then 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 you start a sentence with, in January, I I got got laid laid off. off. Listen, my my capacity to pick up innuendo is just like stunning. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Uh, well, for anyone who missed the joke the first time, we've explained it to you. Several times Several now. Times. Yes. That's true. Uh, I also lost my job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so James got laid off and moved and then, and then got I... pregnant. Got a woman pregnant. Got his <laughs> wife pregnant. <laughs> also went to Cuba in there. And oh yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. Thing. That. Um, yeah, went to Cuba while I was while while you were in the Maritimes. Yeah, while I was in the Maritimes. Yeah, it was that was sad. Mm. But we got to go for lunch for with you guys. That's true. That was that was a good time. That's true. Mm. We also I started two new jobs at the same time, and then subsequently quit one of them, and started another job. Got laid when you quit. Did that happen? We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> 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 And so then, you were working two jobs. Hang on. What month what? did you quit your job? July. So I got I started the new job in August. <laughs> Joe was counting. <laughs> Are you not The catching? baby was conceived two months earlier. So <laughs> I cannot guarantee that he got laid when he quit his job. <laughs> um, okay, here's a, this is, this is going to sound like a stupid, dumb highlight for me, but you guys who talk to me a lot know that it's big. It's actually really, really big, is... In June, I discovered the John Comer Teachings podcast. Right, sure. yeah, <laughs> <That's perfect. laughs> which hey, well, didn't he follow you on Instagram at some point? <laughs> 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 fake, fake John Comer followed me on Instagram. Um, which actually, 
like I'd say in the spiritual life mm. has been the single <clears throat> most life-changing thing that's Ooh. happened. Not just in this year, but I'd say in the last like three years. Like, Whoa. Like, that's big. James, it's a new year. It's not a new three years. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yes. <laughs> Tone it down a bit. <laughs> but discovering like spiritual formation, like, intrud- like so I joined a fasting community. We've been doing that for a couple months now. We've been doing Sabbath. We've been doing community in a very, like, intense, particular way with with a group of people. It's been beautiful. Um, like, all of the things that have come into my life, you know, through sort of like encountering this school of thought, mm-hmm. it's it's been very impactful for me and for like our broader community. So mm-hmm. that's been a huge thing. I gotta say, that's good. Inflation, the way it is right now, there's never been a better time to be fasting. It's true. That is true. Never been a better Saves time. money. That's true. Yeah. Bacon is $9. Save that money. Is save outrageous. Outrageous. Bacon is $9. It's outrageous. That's outrageous. That is outrageous. I'm not going to I'm not going to say how much I spent on the meat for, for oh, dinner gosh. today, but it was What did you get? Pork shoulder? Uh, was it beef? beef. It was beef. You're making beef tacos for me? Sam. Yes, sir. Isn't that the normal kind of tacos to make? No, pork tacos. Well, you can have that like That is not the normal kind of tacos. I don't know. I feel like I would make pork tacos. If you're tacos. listening. Because and it's you are Maybe I make pork tacos because of inflation. Maybe that's why. Uh, that would make that's sense. That would pork make sense. Is... Pork is cheaper. Pork Listeners at home, are you a pork or beef? Are you a taco, taco specialist? I don't know where tacos are from specifically, but if you are from that place Texas. or region, <laughs> Texas, Mexico, like I don't know. Yeah. But if you're from there, let us know. What is what is the go to meat? Like what is the Yeah. If you had to pick one. Yeah, that's a, I feel that's, like it's that's a good question. I feel like it's beef. But I could be wrong. Yeah, could be wrong. All right. So you said that this was this was actually one of the things I had in mind. So you said uh, encountering this school of thought through this podcast, this teacher, mm-hmm. has really changed your spiritual life. Yeah. Have you, Sam, had a uh, particularly enlightening spiritual moment or one that stands out above the rest this year? I'd say, like, in a way, I've gained a, like, I've gained, I've also gained a, uh, like, a spiritual would you would you call it a spiritual thought? Uh, he said school of thought. School of thought. Um, I think mm-hmm. I think similarly, maybe mine was like a few months ago where I just rediscovered Saint John of the Cross. Mm. And like speaks very profoundly to me because we in in my own personal prayer I use a lot of the same language that he uses, which I I do, don't make fun of. Don't me. write them down though. D- what's that? That's plagiarism. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's got to be mental prayer only. That's true. That's true. Um, no, don't make fun of me because I, I no do promises. have I do have old uh, kind of language in my personal prayer. So if you if you read Saint John of the Cross, don't don't make fun of me. Have you ever said hither in a prayer? <laughs> come hither. <laughs> Should say that. Lord, come, come hither. <laughs> 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 no, I haven't, but maybe I should. I think you should. I think that would really Instead of just so. come Holy Spirit, like, come hither. <laughs> come hither. <laughs> um, but no, that's been, like, it's been, it's been crazy. Because it's just, I, I'm, I'm learning a lot, and it's, I'm, I'm being challenged a lot. Because a lot of what he talks about is, like, abandonment of the, uh, of, of appetites. And even if that's just, like, eating good foods. And I'm like, how, like... How do you... Oh, you don't want to tell us what you spent on the tacos because it's garbage. <laughs> That's what it is. 
No, you're like bringing us into your spiritual journey. Like, I'm going to serve you the worst food you've ever had. So you're saying that when the talkers made you cry, it was out of pain. And then, and then James is going to be like, I'm fasting today. I'm actually, I can't eat your garbage talk. Oh, that's, so that's good. That's good. Uh, uh, like one of the, one of my biggest challenges have been trying to balance like rejoicing in how good food is and thank, praising God through it, mm-hmm. but also, like, uh, I, what's the word again? It's like mortifying that appetite of wanting mm-hmm. good food, you know. But anyways, it's been it's been great. It's been yeah, it's been it's been a really good year. And I remember in the fall, our men's group had a. Uh, a kind of debrief before our season two started. Not yeah. season two of Trophy Husbands, but our, our second season of our men's group together. But uh, one of my biggest thing was I wanted a return, um, an exodus, if you might, if you will. An exodus. An exodus. But uh, back to... So maybe not an exodus, because that's... Yeah, cause that's about leaving. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I wanted to return back to where I was... Which sounds a bit weird, but like the where I was in the the uh, a few years ago in my relationship with God, mm. because saying it out loud it sounds like I'm regressing, but it was actually progress mm. by mm. going back to that place mm. of intimacy with God. Mm. Um, I want to talk. I want to talk about John of the Cross for a second, because mm. this is a, this is a John Mark Cromer talks about John of the oh, Cross good. and the Dark Knight of the Soul. Interesting. And this was a big <clears throat> high, like revelation for me was. So he talks about like the traditional three ways of the spiritual life. Mm-hmm. So the, the purgative, the illuminative, and the unitive. And um, I don't have time to get into it, but um, that the dark night of the soul is like, according to John of Cross and Teresa of Avila, is like what comes between each stage. So like oh, wow. going from the purgative to the illuminative and the illuminative to the unitive, there's yeah. a dark night of the soul experience, the dark night of the soul and the dark night of the senses. Mm-hmm. Um, and recognizing, like, one of the marks of... I think this is the best description of it. In the purgative stage, which is, like, the first stage, the spiritual disciplines are ways that you experience God. So, like, when you come to prayer, it's how you experience God. When you go to Mass, you experience God. When you... You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the illuminative stage, a big difference is that um, at this point, like, you know that when you practice the spiritual disciplines, you're going to experience God, and you're accustomed to the idea of experiencing God just all the time. Right. So the spiritual disciplines actually more become times when God brings things up in you mm. and transforms them. You know what I mean? And I've noticed that like my prayer life this year shifted a lot to like, to be more centered around like when I showed up to pray, like I just noticed God bringing up all of this stuff, mm. like very deep, very, very deep things inside of me, yeah. um, bringing it up and then like working on it with me. And like, like this is one of the blessings of fasting has been like realizing like when I'm hungry and tired, I'm a, just a terrible person, mm. which is like a unique experience for many people or not, not unique experience for most people. Yeah. Um, right. And like fasting has given me the opportunity to work on me at my worst. <laughs> I'm mm. like, okay, if me at my hungry, tired self can be like joyful, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's genius. The, the business student in me <laughs> is just like, how do you make something better? You take the worst part of it where you will find like the greatest like returns on your effort and make it better. Right. It, so if it's you're really fasting, yeah. you are bringing out the worst <laughs> version of you. Yeah. A, humbling you and being like, wow. <laughs> wow. Like just seeing it. 
And then being, all right, how do I fix that guy? Yeah. Because, like, you at your best needs fixing because you're a person, but, right. like, doesn't need as much fixing yeah. as the other yeah. guy. Yeah. And if you never see the other guy, yeah. you're probably not working on him that much. Yeah. That's, that is true. And so the, the part of me that has just taken an operations course, which is all about efficiency <laughs> and how do you like streamline your processes is like streamline your spiritual that's the bottleneck (laughs) yeah yeah no it's true you when you're fasting that's the guy who needs some work (laughs) yeah yeah it's true but i think so like this is this that's outside the point a little bit i'm glad we went down that rabbit hole but um (laughs) (laughs) um, the shift from the the purgative to the illuminative and the dark night in between and realizing like probably right after coming off of net up until like January of this year mm. was like, and, and the language that I had have used for it in the past was like a deconstruction. And I think that there's like, I still like that term. I think it still aptly describes mm. what I went through, but I almost feel like a dark night experience kind of captures that experience more so. Like yeah. the more I read about the dark night and understand good what movie. it is. Mm. It's a, it's good, it is a really good movie. I, I would agree. <clears throat> and, and I think maybe that is like something that is common. Like me, it wasn't as soon as I was done with net, it was, uh, it was a few months afterwards where, like, you know when you come back from a retreat and you have that, like, high experience and you're like, yeah, let's go, I can take on the world. And then a few weeks later you're like, oh, we're back to normal. <laughs> no, but, like, that's what it was. But it, So, like, a few months later, maybe even, like, like a, maybe even a year after, that's when, like, my deconstruction period, like you said, would have started. And, like, it's only now that I'm like, coming out of it very slowly and but surely coming out of it and god is just like pulling me back yeah. to, to that spot and just like yeah we're going we're going deeper but it's yeah. it's mm. good it's good so it's definitely been, been a big shift this year mm. yeah. yeah how about you joe probably similar like uh prayer looks and feels different now mm. Mm. I'm also really bad at it now, like <laughs> maybe worse than ever, <laughs> but not ever, <laughs> worse than lately, but like my, definitely like the growth in my, or like I'm a, definitely has been a year of like maturing my relationship with God and my understanding of the faith mm. and things. And while it's been a challenging year to maintain a prayer life in, like yeah, a lot of it is um, just, like, seeing things in different ways. Like, just seeing that maturity in myself. Like, oh, I didn't think like this before. Like, I didn't yeah. approach prayer like this before. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, and, and I said this I said this at our last men's group meeting, but, like, one of the St. John of the Cross's sayings is that, like, sometimes when we think that our prayer is at its worst, mm-hmm. it has the richest of values. And it's uh, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, you just never, you never know yeah. when. Yeah, I've had to remember that quote several times lately. <laughs> and it's not, it's not to be like if you don't put effort into your prayer and it's bad. Well, then obviously it's because you're not putting the effort in it. Yeah, it's not to. No, it's yeah. not to kind of. Like, I have not been able to focus at all lately on prayer, and had had to specifically come back to you sharing that and being like, and like I've heard it a million yeah. times. Yeah. Like, this is not the quality of your like yeah. <laughs> over and over and yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's some, it's definitely been something that I think I'm learning recently as well. Just like, so I started writing this song with Jacob Duval, who, um, 
does the theme music for this podcast and will one day be on this podcast one, one day, day. <laughs> one day you said that really pointedly I don't even know if he listens to that podcast. I actually have no idea <laughs> I don't think yeah no, I don't think he doesn't seem like a podcast guy anyway <laughs> so yeah me and Jacob and um, Shannon Moran um, and uh, the kind of the main hook of the song went um, you don't have to run away you don't have to sh- hide in shame God will go easy on you mm. and I think um did you steal that from Adele? Be honest. Did I? I don't think Go-ee! so. I didn't. I didn't. I did not. I swear. See on me, babe. <laughs> don't you dare put that out. That's going to be... We're going to get sued for that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like that idea that like um, God is not like a harsh checklist master. Like, you know, he works with you where you're at. I heard right. this great Dallas Willard line this year. Um what did he say? God has yet to bless anyone other than where they currently are. <laughs> right. And um, I really like that idea. Like, it's like, God's not like, when you become perfect, mm. or when you like, pray really well, then I'll bless you. Mm. It's like, right here where you are, I am also here with you. Mm. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> and that's like, it's, it's always easier to remember in the good times, but like, yeah, everyone's every everyone's year is different, and I, I'm sure that we've all faced kind of hardships. But I think I like the way that we started the podcast today with like a, a particular focus on the good that's happened in the year. Because like I think New Year's is a good time to recollect and, and just be like this year. Might have been. I know I did that. <laughs> Everyone had to hear that. <laughs> Jake just tried to like puffer fish the mic. I don't know how else to describe it. Sorry, Sam. You were saying something very important before James rudely interrupted you. Um, I think sometimes we like myself, very much included in this. Like you go through the hardships of the year, and it's so easy to just focus on that bad stuff. Mm. And sometimes it it just takes. It's good to just look back. What is your What is your best memory of the year? Mm. Best memory of the year. Now, Kate, don't get angry at me for not being in this one. <laughs> but uh, it yeah, in in Ireland, um, I we we met up with um, my friend who is a parish priest now, head of a religious community. Uh, he was my uh, contact person while I was in net and we just like had such a good friendship and we went on a drive when we when uh, Kate myself and my sister went uh, to Europe and it was just like it was such a good drive like Kate Kate, Kate is part of the memory she was she was there in Ireland with us but it was just I think it was the two of us I was in the front seat with him and it was just it was just such a great time where I got to really catch up with a, a friend yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? Top memory of the year. That's such a difficult question. Um, mine is my wedding. Mm. Uh, in just a big old blur of a time. Yeah, I mean that's it's pretty that's valid. That's, <laughs> it's pretty. It's a pretty easy answer for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only the. Like the most, the memory I have the most on my phone is like because I'm doing like that one second of the year, and so right. oh, yeah. my second is uh, us in the car on the way to the reception. 
because mm. it was the moment where I was like, I'm just going to pull up my phone, take a video, and put it away. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I barely touched my phone that day. Yeah. So that is the one I have seen the most, which is a little unfortunate. But, <laughs> like, of all the moments... I made... Us in the car. You did a great job I made as our chauffeur, Sam. The peak post-wedding soundtrack. I don't know. Mine for James and Oh, that's this true. That's pretty true. Good. That's it was pretty, pretty good. good. I did have to, have to compete with that. And, and it was, like, the first time... You know what I mean? It's true. Like it's all the, the other, all of the other, uh, how, do, how, do, how should we call them? Honeymoon mixes. Yeah. Had, that have been made for drives from the wedding ceremony to right. the honeymoon suite have been copycats of the first. Yeah. True. That's that Because Obama wasn't make... in yours. That's all. <laughs> Obama was in. Right? Yes, uh, we can. Also, the worship <laughs> song I wrote when I was fourteen. Oh yeah. Also that. Whoa. <laughs> You're fourteen. That's crazy. What's that's it called again? Fade. Yeah, everyone go check out Fade yeah. by James James Pearpicker. I think it might be James James Andrew, Andrew. or James Pereira. I think it's James Pereira. Um, what was your best memory of the year? Aside I, from yeah, I I think an obvious winner is um, when I got back from Toronto the first time. I what? I went to Toronto twice this year. Oh, okay. When I got back from Toronto the first time, <laughs> uh, Maria was like, "Got a surprise for you," and ah. she took me into our bedroom and we had uh, she had put out like a baby onesie and the pregnancy test ah. to tell me that oh, wow. she was pregnant. Yeah, wow. she test. So she had the she took the pregnancy test while I was in Toronto, and she just like didn't say anything for like three days. She That's said, crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I ever need like a secret that is like killing me, I'm probably gonna tell Maria. Now. <laughs> That's yeah. a good choice. <laughs> no one will hear it. That's what I like. I'm t- like because I can't tell Kristen. Kristen, we did a secret. <laughs> we did this. We did a secret Santa gift exchange yesterday. <laughs> Half an hour before I leave, she goes, I know what you're getting. And I know who has you. <laughs> kept it a secret. I don't know how long she kept it a secret. But for some reason, couldn't hold out the last half hour. Yeah. Kate and I can't keep secrets from each other. Like, even when I buy her a, a present that I'm really excited to give her, I'm like, can I tell you what it is? Like, I'll ask her, like, because I'm itching. That's I'm itching saying. for it. But yeah. I feel like some close runner-ups for me, though, were all of the weddings that I went to. All like, the weddings you went to? I went to many, many weddings mm-hmm. this year. Oh. It's just that you're sitting in the room with one of the per- people who got married. <laughs> And <laughs> didn't even single it out or anything. Just went. I was about to single it out. All of them. I was about to say, but in particular, <laughs> yours and Kristen's wedding. Yeah. I know. I'm just. <laughs> you cut him off a bit too fast. <laughs> he left himself open to that's it. True, no, but that's I, true. like so many of my like good, good, good friends got married. Like Lucas and Emma, I got to be uh, the best man at their wedding, and that was like such a gift. And mm. then like Josh and Ellie and. Um, that was Ken great. And Emily and that was fun. If I forgot your wedding, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I went to a lot. <laughs> Once again, I... you haven't named me specifically. Yeah. I said, I did, I just you did. said I was going to, and then you didn't. Yeah. So, wow. And especially wow. <laughs> wow. Do you ever do you ever look at the next year that's coming up and and fear for the amount of weddings? No, I love coming. weddings. I look at the next year in fear for bringing my baby on a plane. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, a lot That's... of people are going to hate you next year. Yeah. Just... So, I actually wanted to share this fun little statistic um, about my year. So, this this year, I traveled more than 
I have since net probably. Um, oh, I missed a few, but you you did a lot of back and forth. I yeah. flew. I was on. I think. Twenty three planes. Wow. This year. Yeah. I think for all of the many many, I can't even remember them all. Like it was like I was all yeah. over the place. And it's not like 2023 is going to be more Three times? Yeah. How do you take an odd number of flights? Um, Like stops. Ah, yeah. there we go. Because I, I just counted every plane that I went Yeah, yeah that makes sense. But like, so the number of trips is definitely on 23. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. it was still a lot. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What was the best trip? Oh. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even... Of those 23 planes. It's a lot of trips. Because like one of them was I went to Cuba. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. James, Which you already left awesome. me off the list of weddings. You don't need to worry about hurting my feelings <laughs> by saying that coming yeah. to my wedding wasn't the best trip. Yeah. No, you know, I will say, I, I think like getting to come home for a week and go to your wedding and see everybody. That was, and, that was a trick question. Like, was, this was your chance was to make it up and put it above Cuba. So I would forgive the fact that you didn't mention it. <laughs> When you were listening off weddings. Notice how he said, coming home, seeing my family, and then your wedding. Yeah, but that was was a sequence sequence of events. The wedding was at the end of the trip. that is just a chronological... Sam, did you go anywhere this year? Oh, you did. I did. I did. I've talked about it too many times. Too many times. Yeah. That's true. It was a great trip. Um, Yeah. Kate and I went to Toronto few weeks ago and that was just it was fun it was so fun to be in the car with her and just like chat you know when you're in the car i mean you drove you drove for hours to to go to your honeymoon it's true i did so like i did <laughs> yeah that's right uh so she contributed nothing <laughs> we also drove for hours to move to right <laughs> yeah but like you know when you're just in the car with your wives at that point and me with oh yeah but you know what that's like sam no i don't <laughs> my fiance but it's just like it was so nice to just be with her in the car and just just have chats and just belt out some songs yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was so nice it's crazy how quickly because it's like you're with the probably the person you're most compatible with in the world mm. on car trips right now and once you have kids, that turns into, like, ground zero for the mm. worst fights in your family's history. Yeah. Oh, Good luck, James. I am, <laughs> I am determined to travel well because I feel like just looking at my life and where my family is at, like, and my also my friends, I'm going to be, my life is going to be one of much travel. Mm. <laughs> All right. What else from this year? What would you say, right now, in this basement, <laughs> what was the biggest moment of the year, across mm. the board, for everybody? Mm. If you had to pick a moment, You'd what's like, find that. What, 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 what's like a big... Betty a big White's moment? death. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh. That was Streets Ahead. That was Streets Ahead. And that was ages ago. I forgot that, that, this, was, that, that was, was this year. Was that this year? I have no idea. I think so. Can we look this up? Yeah, yeah, it was definitely this year. Because I, I know... But it I, could have been late last year. Like I, I know the order is well. uh, Prince Philip, Betty White, Queen Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth. she... No! See, this is it. She's New Year's Eve 
last year. No, no way. Yeah. 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 No wow. Way. Okay, so I... She did not see the year 2022. Because that's the thing. She's 99, and her birthday is, like, January 6th or something. Whoa. So she was, like, a week away from being 100. Wow. I guess I was streets behind then. You were streets behind. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So uh, give me a few moments to think about mine. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like my biggest moment was also my biggest... Like memory. No, 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 not you. For like everybody. the like oh, the year in review, defining year in review. Moment. What what's like the big thing that happened oh, this year? I love year? this question. Yeah, I love this question. Mm. <sighs> Did you know? You know that that funny anecdote about Canada and Denmark trading like uh, waging the most polite war of all time over a little island. You know that one? Yes, no. I do. I you do haven't heard that. that story, James? No. Okay, there's an island between Nunavut and Greenland that Canada and Denmark have been repeatedly claiming as their own. Yeah. And then they, like, they take down the other country's flag and then, like, leave them a bottle of whiskey back and forth for <laughs> 40 years. That ended this year. They ended the war. What? They ended the dispute over the territory. And who owns the island? They split it in half. They split it in half. Yeah. This summer. Did they, like, no one knew. Did they split the bottle? Well, I think they just stopped leaving them is what yeah. happened. Everybody who lives on but the island. But they thought it was going to be like a big... Apparently, it was like, to show everyone that conflicts can resolve peacefully, cough, cough, Russia. <laughs> but no one heard about it. Like, right. I didn't hear about it. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I, I found it on Wikipedia it one feels day. Like, it feels like a, a Hallmark movie on a geographical scale. Kind of, yeah. Like, like we're about to marry Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, we can't agree on this one thing, which is an island. <laughs> and so the solution but is then to we share it. Got it <laughs> okay, so here's my, here's my, my submission. Yep. Russia invading Ukraine. Yeah, that's that's a unfortunately probably mm. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Maybe number two, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Oh, that was big. <laughs> as, 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 as far as culture, I think that might. I was on a plane when that happened. Got off the plane and I was like, "Why is the internet exploding?" Yeah, Will Smith. Also, Elon Musk buying Twitter. That was, yeah. I think everyone thought. All it right, was gonna I'm gonna hit you with a good one, James. Was. You're bringing us down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Messi wins the World Cup. No, 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 no. That was a horrible moment. That for was me. an amazing Because game. I bet on France. You bet on France? And I lost. Uh, you idiot. <laughs> I lost money. <laughs> lost money. I bet, you no, no, stared okay, you God call, in the face and said, <laughs> You're probably not going to let the GOAT win a World Cup. You can call me, you can call me an idiot, but <laughs> note that until the last, like, yeah. 30 seconds of yeah. the game I could have won you yeah. could have yeah it's yeah. true it was terrible it was I a terrible believe, moment you should have had faith that there is some justice in the world <laughs> our God Jeez. is a just God and even more than that he's loving I was just he gave Messi I was just what he win. deserved I was just trying to win and you bet against the greatest of all time <laughs> how dare you <laughs> Uh, deeply I don't even watch soccer. I thought Brazil was gonna win at the, in the early days. That's probably a fair. That's probably a fair. They guess. were out pretty early. Yeah, I'm like the semifinals, a quarter, quarterfinals. Was yeah, that's my pitch. That was a great. I was watching. That was that a game. great moment. That was, that was moment. fantastic. I was upset about it, but it was. I, I will. I'll give it yeah. to Messi. Yeah. Sam, what do you think? I have nothing. Like, <laughs> you know what? Make that your entry. Because let's be honest, everything we said 
is really not yeah. after the last little bit nothing happened this year yeah had we done not this a, a year damn ago, thing happened this year the iphone we 14 it was... plus came out and... <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing we thought it was world war three and then russia started losing to ukraine yeah. and we went oh i guess this is i nothing. guess not everything ends the world anymore what about the bitcoin crash <laughs> If you're listening to this now, you know about the storm of a generation. Oh my goodness. That is destructive. What? This is it, James. We're living through it. We're living as as we live. Somebody called the storm that is happening in Ottawa today on the twenty third of December. The storm of a generation. Storm of a generation. Like on par with nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. What? It was ninety nine, but whatever. It was in ninety nine? My home, my my home was hit by Hurricane Fiona. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but and this is but a storm of a generation. This, a couple centimeters of snow I'm and wind, dead. and maybe <laughs> freezing rain. I've driven in there such worse conditions in Ottawa. Oh my gosh, everyone is losing. That's their what mind. I'm saying. See, but yeah. see, but even that is a good example. Nothing happened this year. Nothing. Okay, here, and that's okay. Here's a here's a yeah. forgotten one because I graduated because we, this year. Oh, good oh, for you. Yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't really matter. Nope. But for a personal note, way <laughs> yeah, to go, Sam. Thank you. Um, just keep remembering that. Every and Kate did. You and Kate yeah, graduated. That's year. true. I think this is something forgotten because this is how we've operated for most of our lives. But all of the COVID mandates were dropped this year. Oh, nice. We stopped wearing masks. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That, that's, that's a, a pretty, that's pretty that's big, big That's step. a pretty big deal. That's a that's big true. step. Big deal. Is it the marking moment of 2020? No, no, no they, and they did it real quiet. Yeah. They did, it's true. I don't know when I had to stop wearing a mask on the train. Yeah. I think it has happened, because no one does anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't hear about it. Yeah, like, Kept if I look quiet. back and I think of 2022, I don't think it's going to be the year that all COVID mandates were dropped. No, yeah, no, it's true. I, I don't think that's what it's no. going to be remembered as. Like, maybe Messi winning the World Cup? <laughs> it won't. No, it, no the defining soccer moment fans, of the year is... Soccer fans will follow that one. Yeah. Def- the defining it's, moment of 2022 is Russia and Ukraine. Is. Yeah, yeah. I, and I hate that yeah. because also, no offense to anyone in Ukraine, that didn't like... But also, it's just, like, that That was the biggest news story. But, like, we're used to news stories, like, drastically changing our lives. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the gas prices... And that one didn't, and I'm happy about that. No, we're not even going to talk about inflation. Because, no. Changing it. Changing changing entire subjects. I regret this one entirely. Um, Let's do, like, a movies or music. Whoever has one. Batman, the Batman, the Batman, the Batman. That was a I great think, movie. I knew you'd say that. I think that's my top one I knew for that. this year. Hundred percent. Yeah, say that. I'm inclined. I'm predictable like that. Uh, maybe Top Gun Maverick. Ooh. I haven't seen it, and I'm mad about it's that. It's really good. I, I I thought you had seen it like five times by now. <laughs> and I don't know why. No, I don't know. Never mind. It's very good. I got back. Okay, to I for the first probably. 11 months of this year I went to the theaters once I just like fell out of movie going I I transitioned out of okay like Marvel had us all in a chokehold yeah and I've been getting out of it and then I stopped going to movies it was like it's why why? yeah and then recently I started getting back into it I gotta say though I didn't see Top Gun Maverick and I'm mad about that and if I can I probably will but I've been to theaters like three times this month because there's a lot of good movies coming out right now. I really yeah. want to see Way of Water. It's fine. 
It's good. I've heard go, this is go see it in IMAX or don't see it all. That's okay. What I'm okay. Okay. This is <laughs> what I heard. The, thing that's the, good about the it. best description <clears throat> for it. I haven't seen it, but apparently the best description is, it's like this person you dated six years ago, and you like them. Something new. Something about them that you just loved. Some familiar things, but you just loved it. Now you see them six years later. And you're like, I like the same things about you. But I've lost interest because <laughs> it's been six That's years. That's kind of funny. Or, or it was many. good, right? But if you are, don't look for anything other than like a visual spectacle, right? Mm. And that part is very good. The rest is fine. I'm gonna say, did you guys see? And the answer might be no. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. No, I heard really bad things about it. It's really good. Who Isn't told you those bad things? My dad. My dad did not enjoy it. But my here's new, the thing. My dad's not into postmodern. No Gen Xer I have met <laughs> got the movie. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I was supposed to watch it with my parents. We got like a free like Bell movie rental. We heard it had good reviews. We were gonna watch it. Chris and I got busy, so we couldn't join them. Like we had like plans. They watched it on their own, and they said it was very weird. And then we watched it, and we said it was amazing. And I think it is the first, like, purely, like, like this is the movie for our generation. It mm. just hits all of our things. Interesting. It's madness. It is like an assault on the senses in a way that I think would appeal to someone with a 15-second time, like... Uh, it's less than that. Attention span? Attention span. Like, <laughs> like I think it's it eight. Is, <laughs> like, I heard the movie described as an assault on the senses. And that is actually kind of... It's not great. I have no idea what it's on. Oh, okay. Uh, no, it's on something we have. It's on Prime. Okay. Is it? It's on Prime. Oh, okay. I watched it like a week or two ago to confirm that it was my favorite movie this year. And it is. And is it offensive... Probably. They just have, like, irreverent sight gags. Uh, it is really good, though. Like, I think you'll like it. Okay, I'll watch it. And it's, like, a very heartwarming story in the middle of an insane, like, lunatic, multidimensional, like, multiverse story. Phenomenal. It's crazy. It's really good. Well, is that though. the one with, like, it's, like, the one woman? No. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, and, and like it's a multiverse story with yeah. with that one. Okay, yeah. I I've seen trailers for it. It's but really never... good. Okay, it's chaos. It's insanity. Wow. Okay. But it's really good. Right. Lovely. Yeah. Because the thing is, I was tied up between Batman, the Fablemans. I really want to see it's that. It's good. Okay. It's probably not what you think it is. Huh. I thought it was a heartwarming story about how Steven Spielberg got into movie making it's actually about his parents divorce mostly and like a, a whole trip through his family life still really good just not very, what i thought very very intriguing and and then everything everywhere all at once and what set that one apart is it got better the more times i watched it mm. and then the batman is really great but once you know the, yeah. the ending because yeah. it's, a, it's a crime yeah it's yeah. a crime movie once you know the ending it's not as that's true attention grabbing because like i know where we're going right. the mystery isn't there that's so it true. got worse the more i watched it even though it's really good mm. that's true that's true um yeah. okay but it was great though. lovely lots of good yeah. movies lots of good movies Wait, what, what, what was your pick you just said you were Top excited Gun to watch Maverick. it oh right 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 right. yeah i can't believe it. and that's the thing that and avatar it's like if i don't see this in theaters am i gonna go see yeah, it? yeah we have a we have a theater in ottawa where it's like it's a 40 theater so like the seats tilt back or there's oh. like spray oh, in your face it's uh right in gloucester oh yeah 
So like someone saw Maverick in that one, and they said it's Yo, such a do they flip you upside down? They don't, but, but like, <laughs> but like at, when they're flying, the seats move. Like, can you they, please like... put your seatbelt on for this movie? <laughs> <laughs> like a bar just comes down, like a roller coaster. <laughs> you just put the All right, dear life. I think it is time that we land the 2022 plane. All right. Shall we segment ourselves? Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first this time. Um, so, my album is my favorite album of this year, which is Don FM by The Weeknd. That's a weird album. It is. <laughs> but not too weird. I didn't listen. I didn't give it enough chance. I gave up after a couple tracks. Oh, See, once you get used to the weirdness, and then it gets, like, thematically weirder, the more you get, like, less of the weekend. Not, like, that much less, but the more... Ju- Anyways, this album is very fun and a little weird, conceptually. And I like it for that. And it's great. It's got absolute bops. If you don't do anything else, just listen to, like, the hits off of it, and they're great. And you don't need to listen to Jim Carrey, like, guide you through the afterlife. Is it Jim Carrey? It's Jim Carrey. No way. But if Jim Carrey guiding you through the afterlife intrigues you, listen to the whole thing. Can I just, like, jump off of your segment? And... You can. Okay, I'll just listen to Being Funny in a Foreign Language. Oh, yeah. It's a great album. <laughs> it is. That's really good. One of my favorites this year. Yeah. 1975. That's it... weird. Am I going now? I guess so. Yeah, okay. go for it. So, uh, I'll, I'll restart your timer because I thought you were segueing into something, <laughs> no, but you were no. just <laughs> piggybacking and recommending more music. <laughs> um, another article from The Atlantic is called The Dilemma of Babies on Airplanes. Um, oh, this speaks right which you episodes. will be facing right which into your life. Facing. Anyway, it was a really, really interesting article, basically about how more and more our society is less designed for children to mm. exist in it, um, and how, um, as a parent, flying with a baby, you're just kind of experiencing all of this guilt around, like, you know, you, you know that your baby is driving everybody else crazy, but sometimes you have to, like, make trade-offs, so somebody might be like, why is a baby jumping up and down in their seat? Because it's the only way to stop my baby from screaming the whole flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's kind of like this weird, like you know as a society we should learn how to be more accommodating towards parents but also parents should keep trying to keep their children calm i don't know it's just anyway it was an interesting article about babies on airplanes and it's, that's your life amen babies on airplanes yes every day <laughs> <laughs> mine's gonna be nice and short uh so since it's we're coming up on a new year. I'm going to come to a new topic. Not no, it's not a new topic in my segment. But, uh, but new you topic. can if you want to. Just so you know. You're not boxed in, Sam. Your segment is whatever you want it to be. Maybe I'll change it. I've just wasted Maybe. seven seconds of your time, so you, okay. can, you can go a bit over if you want to. So it's going to be really quick. short, so I'm like, ah, oh, it doesn't even matter if I waste this whole minute. <laughs> He's going to be short about it. Anyway, medieval... you've got 30 seconds. In medieval times, <laughs> eels were used as an actual currency. Uh, and so there's a there's an actual wow. record. Bring that back. There's an actual record of crypto. someone buying or not <laughs> buying, sorry, renting land for twenty six thousand eels. Wow! Oh wow! Like the effort alone to 26, rent twenty six thousand eels yeah. for for what time frame? Was that a year's rent? Was twenty six thousand eels? I imagine because that is that's a lot of eels. That is like, a lot of eels. The Ethereum. well we didn't get to crypto before but now we have good job james that was honestly astounding that you got us there in the end somehow james have you ever signed off an episode i have not last one of this of 2022 
Do I feel it. like it's going to be just as bad as Sam's. Then it's no pressure. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You Sam's, have... you will not be as bad as like Sam's worst outro. I have like the bottom of the barrel. He's had some genuinely horrible it's true. ones. true. Like, he didn't even have one last week, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. the school year is over. The school year is half over, James. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, let me just let me just. Okay, restart. Restart. I'm, I'm postmoderning. Okay. What? It's the pastiche or whatever. We're past postmodernism. <laughs> the trophy case case is closing. So long, 2022. Hello, 2023. Until then, we're hopping back up in the trophy case. The end. Not bad. Trophy Husbands is hosted and executive produced by Samuel Wynn, James Pereira, and Joseph Dunham. Sound and editing is done by Samuel Wynn. Theme song provided by Jake Duval, found on Instagram at the Groovy Smoothie. All characters and events depicted in this work are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental.